This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, hi. How are you? News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Welcome back. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you had a great Thanksgiving. I know I did. It was it was a great week. It went so quickly. <laughs> I tell you what, my damn alarm goes off at five a.m. for the first time in seven days. I'm like, damn. I said, damn. And uh, lots of stupid crap to talk about today. Uh, the phone lines are open: two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five, and I I am going to talk about a lot of stupid crap because there is a lot of stupid crap in the world today. But I I just I, I Trey and I talked about this earlier, and I didn't even know about this. This is a story that I had missed, and he brought it up, and I just saw Fox News talking about it. That um, uh, the the president has essentially reassigned and has been about the business of reassigning uh, flight marshals. Guys on airplanes with guns meant there to, meant to, to protect folks since 9-11. Uh, that a lot of these guys, these individuals, are being reassigned to, to the border, to the southern border, which is already a madhouse, and in a uh, little under a month it's going to get even worse when Title 42 goes away. And he's sending the fire marshals to the border not to, like, protect the border and stuff, but to process migrants. They're pencil pushers. They're handling the the paperwork. They're sitting at desks. They're processing migrants who are coming into this country illegally. And so they're not on the airplane anymore doing what air marshals do they're now helping out all the the paper pushers along the border to process all of these people about what did I what did Tracy say about 6000 a day at this point uh into the country which again is going to get a thousand times worse once title 42 goes away in just a handful of weeks um, I know Republicans uh, in the House are, are looking at uh, all kinds of investigations. This is one of them. Uh, they're also going to start looking into Ukraine because this is kind of the weird situation we're in in that we don't have a, a border. I mean, that's what I've been saying for a number of weeks now. We just we really don't have a border. And it is a humanitarian crisis such as this country has never seen. We are being invaded. It's it's an invasion. <laughs> I don't know what else you call it. It's a freaking invasion that we uh, have opened the doors on and welcomed with open arms. 
for some bizarre, well, we know what the purpose is. The purpose is to turn this into a third world country. The purpose is to change the political dynamic of this country so a certain group of elitist pukes can always be in power. But uh, Republican House Republicans are also going to start looking into this Ukraine thing. So we, we're not doing anything about the invasion that's happening along our southern border, but we are sending billions of dollars to Ukraine uh, every other week, practically, uh, and we have no idea where it's going or what it's being used for. Is the big guy getting his cut? Is he getting to wet his beak in that money? I mean, wow, is this just a big money laundering scam with Ukraine? Because apparently, as we're seeing now, they have people on the ground who are saying, we're not seeing any of this stuff. We're not seeing the munitions. We're not seeing anything change despite the influx of, of all these American dollars on a regular basis. It's a madhouse, man. And I and I and, and you can call me up and let me know what you think. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Then I, I'm going to just talk about stupid crap for the rest of the show and try to give you a couple of laughs uh, on your on your on Cyber Monday, on your Monday back after the Thanksgiving Day holiday. Have a few yucks along the way. But it, the the evil plot is afoot, and and it and it. it, it I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist because I don't trust most conspiracy theorists because I think most of them are full of crap and their ego cases who still live with their moms. All right. But when you line up the dots on what's happening right now, and this is all by choice, these are all policy decisions by this by this government, by your government. Whether you're talking about the for, the debt forgiveness thing to get young people to vote, or you're talking about the indoctrination uh, in in the school systems from pre-K all the way through, uh, uh, you know, getting your your bachelor's degree and beyond, you're talking about the open border. You're talking about disastrous economic policies, massive spending bills that are just making things worse. Uh, letting criminals out of their cages so they can go out and commit more crimes and creating chaos in the streets. It certainly does feel to me, and maybe it does to you, like the the evil plot really is actually to turn us into a third world asshole. And there's a couple of reasons that I would surmise for that. First off, you can't really fit into this this new global order, if you will, frankly, if you're exceptional. Frankly, if you hold all the call, all the cards, if you're the richest and most powerful country on earth, uh, you don't really fit into that globalized government idea or global village thing or whatever the Great Reset is. And secondly, for the elitists that are inside this country, they, they, they are just that. They are elitists. If you, and we said this earlier on Where in Rima. If you look at any fascist state, uh, whether it's a communist state or a socialist state or just any state, look at China right now where, where you essentially have an existence that is run by a handful of elites at the top of the pyramid of the state. And everybody else is subservient to them. 
The the only way that happens is those silly rubes can't have any rights, and they sure as hell can't have any guns, and they can't have any money, and they can't have any real political influence. You have to hold sway over them. You have to get their guns away from them. You got to get into their bank accounts. Hell, you even got to get into their freaking religion. You got to get into their spirituality. You got to get into their living rooms. You got to tear down all the old institutions, whatever those may be, whether it's the church, whether it's the family, uh, you know, hell, the, the medical field. I mean, all of it. You, you got to break it all down into rubble, essentially, bureaucratic and sometimes actual freaking rubble. Because once you get the stupid rubes on their knees and they got no way to fight, fight you back. Well, then you can tell them anything. Then you rule. Then you got them. I mean, and again, I like to give credit where credit's due. Trey and I, Trey brings us up a lot on where in Rima, and and I think it's uh, I'm in, increasingly of this mindset that the whole Ukraine thing is really just a money laundering scheme to 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 fund and to build fortunes for the elites in this country that want to turn this into a third-world asshole where nobody like you and I, no ordinary little people, if you will, have any rights at all or free speech or any of that stuff, and a handful of elites get the, get the whole shebang. They get to run the whole circus, man. I really, and I think, I really think that's what's going on, and I think most of you think that's what's going on, too. Uh, in fact, I met a couple of you over the past week who, you know, happened to come across me in my neighborhood when I was out wearing my tuxedo and my really expensive clothes. And you bring when I run into people who listen to this show in my neighborhood, they bring this stuff up because there's really no other explanation that you can plug into all this madness that is that is going on. Because you know what. Uh, it, it, being a nap doesn't cover it. Being a stooge or saying that these people are just, the people who run this government right now are just so damn stupid. They're, they're just stumbling through this whole thing and they're screwing everything. Now, it, it, being stupid doesn't cover it all. It, it, it's, it's way too intentional. Feels intentional and it kind of needs to be intentional. The border crisis is freaking intentional. There are a handful of things you could do, the government could do, to stem the tide of that thing, and they're not. That means intentionality. It's not, oh, we don't know what to do. It's we know exactly what to do. And it's scary stuff, but it, but it's it's okay. It's okay. Uh, Alyssa Milano uh, gave her Tesla back, so it's you know it's she's making it a better world for all of us. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to News Talk five fifty KTSa and FM one zero seven one. Stay connected. Yeah, News Talk five fifty KTSa FM one zero seven one. I'm Sean. Hi. Hoping everybody did have a good week, have a good Thanksgiving. Don Morgan and James, you guys seem to do... uh, James, you watched a lot of soccer, and then you watched some more soccer. 
and watched my money watched some more soccer. Just leave me with all these soccer matches. <laughs> <laughs> he was insane in there. He was, oh, was he? When, oh, when, man, when it, I was gone, I think it was Monday, real early <laughs> Monday morning. I was sitting here, and it's you know we had Mary Walters on, and she's beamed in from Kentucky or someplace like that. Right. And so all I hear is James just screaming at the top of his lungs. Okay, here's what it sounded like. Jesus, come on! Yeah, so <laughs> score a goal! And, and I'm looking, I'm like, well, you know, I see you know, Mary's a little behind schedule, but there's no need for that, you know? And uh, and this uh. kept, it kept going on all morning. I'm like, man, she's really making him mad in there. What's going on? What's going on with her? And, and it's not her at all? No, it wasn't her at all. And out of the corner of my eye, I look over at my TV monitor here, and I'm like, oh... He's watching I'm, the world. Cup. It happens once every four years. <laughs> He's watching and soccer. I'm up at 3 a.m. <sighs> for the pregame. Game's on right now. Portugal, Switzerland. Because I, I really wasn't on Facebook. I tried to stay off Facebook as much as possible this past week. But every time I'm going on, there's you. <laughs> right. Degenerate as usual. Going off on, on, on the World Cup. Now, how much longer do you have to endure this? How many? I think two more weeks. Two more weeks! Yeah. I was over at the gym waiting to get in Friday morning. Yeah. And it's stupid early. And I look, and James is already posting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he doesn't sleep. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> stupid South Koreans. It's our day off, man. Did you say to me the hallway? I thought they were the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they were. They suck just like the other ones do. Come on. Don, Don Morgan, you had a pretty good Thanksgiving, though. I think I saw uh, it from several of the posts. Yeah. Yeah. My son Daniel flew in from Canada, so right. we hung out with him for the week, and he's heading back home today. Very nice. I tried to bribe him to stay for a while longer, but you know, you got to go back to your life when the fun's over. You know, right, so, right. But, but um, it's I, nice, nice to see him. Yeah, it was good. I kind of had the same experience, and my daughter uh, flew down uh, from Colorado for a few days, and my right. nephew uh, Roger actually came out, uh, drove out. He's got this massive truck. It's like a Sherman tank. He lives in Maryland, okay? And I think he really wants to live in Texas because he fits, he wears, Don, you'll understand this perhaps. You don't wear cowboy boots in Maryland. You don't, I don't know if you, I don't know what it's like in, in Maine, but you don't wear cowboy boots in, in, well, in, in, in Maryland. People look at you funny. You can, however, once December rolls around, it's probably a bad idea because they're not known for their traction. No. So, well, that's true. Yeah. And so he, he's got a big honking pair of cowboy boots. He's got the big belt buckle. You know, he looks like he's from Texas. Uh, we went to Cavender's. He wants to buy a cowboy hat now, and he's going to get a new cowboy hat. Oh, you didn't get him one of yours, did you? No. Okay. No, I only got three, and they, they're all mine. Um, but, you know, he, he really wants to move to Texas, and I'm not telling tales out of church here. This is kind of funny. But he's actually in the dispensary industry. <laughs> That's what he does for a living. Well, I guess he'd be out of a job here. Wouldn't and he, well, and it's not, it's not just some job he took. He's been in that career for about mm-hmm. 10 years at this point. Right. It's legal there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, man, uncle, I want to come on out. I'd love to live in Texas, but I, you know, I, I'd have to totally change careers. And I'm, not, well, I, I'm if, doing too well right now. If they ever legalize it, I have two bedrooms available. He there you go. In. And he and I would that would be great. He's you got, two would get along great. He's got a place. He's a very mellow, laid back guy. Well, we don't wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> well, he takes his work home with him. <laughs> Most of us take our work home with yeah. us, and we're stressed yeah. out. Right. But, Roger, uh, Roger, I'm going to take his work home. <laughs>
<laughs> He's as mellow as a carpet. It was cool having them both out, though. Uh, but, you know, it, it's – and I'll say this. It's it's always very cool when you got your daughter around or your nephew and this time out, both of them, and people who listen to you come up to you and say hi, you know, and say, hey, I love your show and stuff. Even though my daughter thinks I'm a Nazi, you know what I mean? It, it, it's kind of cool. Yeah. That happened like several times throughout the week. The problem was every time I looked like ass. <laughs> People are now recognizing me because I look like ass. And like, see that guy with the weird stocking cap? I bet that's Rima. Yeah, and the flannel be. jammy pants? Right. That's him, I bet. Imagine if you bothered to get dressed properly. I'm saying nobody would know who you are. I could walk around my neighborhood in a freaking tuxedo, and nobody I would disappear. Nobody would know who I was. Right. I walk out looking like I normally do, and they're like, hey, oh, hey, love the show. Love the show. Right. So that was kind of cool. I can't remember now when I signed. Did I talk about signing the book of poems on the air? Uh, just briefly with uh, Trey, but you can recycle that story. It's a cool story. I actually, and then we'll take a break. I actually um, was uh, driving. I know this is odd, but I was rolling down to the Seven Eleven to get some sodas and stuff. This was like at, I don't know nine o'clock at night one one night last week, and of course I'm in my jammies. I'm I'm, I'm in my flannel uh, jammy pants, and I got you know my oofta uh, <laughs> beanie on. <laughs> And a woman, and her name was Mary. I remember her name was Mary. Mary is sitting in the truck. She goes, are you Sean? And I said, yeah, hi, how are you? And I look like hell. She goes, oh, how you doing? I love your show, and can you sign my poetry book? She pulls out a, a, a copy of my big, fat, stupid poetry book. Awesome. And wanted me to, so I'm there, I'm there signing it there in the parking lot at 7-Eleven. So that was that was one of the cooler things that has happened in my career, where I got to sign a poetry book in the parking lot at 7-Eleven in my jammies. And that alone is poetic justice right there. It really certainly you know, the is. The whole thing is a poem in itself. Signing a book of your poems in your pajamas <laughs> to some woman you, for some woman you never met before right? in a 7-Eleven parking lot. Can it get more perfect? I, if that's not a Sean Rhyme a day, I don't know what is. I don't need no damn Pulitzer. That's my. That's all the Pulitzer I need right there. Nine, two, one, zero, and she goes also a lesbian. She kept talking about her wife, how her and her wife are big fans. I'm like, that's cool. Conservative lesbians, what? <laughs> Conservative lesbians are great, man. I'm glad you're married. All right, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSa. Celebrating one hundred years of service. Fifty five. <laughs> News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Um, you know, for being honest, men, and I'm talking to you as a man, as a man, if we're being honest, men, and if we're being honest, lesbians, of course. At one, po- at one point, Alyssa Milano was really hot. There I said it, man. Oh, my God. Alyssa Milano in the Charmed era, man, boy, was she a hottie. She was just, she was my kind of girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. But she was. She was my kind of girl. She was this something, she, she, the dark hair, you know. 
the curves. You know, I never, I never watched Charmed because uh, I, I was, I was doing other things in the nineties. <laughs> Most of which I probably shouldn't have been doing. But uh, Alyssa Milano, yeah, well, what a hottie at some point. And and now she's just an idiot. Now she's just Alyssa Milano is is reflective of a certain uh, category of of the entertainment industry that are folks who really have known nothing else. You know, they started very very young. Uh, they grew up in the industry. Alyssa Milano, you know, had the Tony Danza show back a, a thousand years ago. Who's the boss? Right? Wasn't she on that? She was just a little kid then, right? So she 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 was a celebrity as a little kid. And uh, I don't know what the hell she did next, but then she was on uh, the Charm, the Witch show or whatever, which I never watched. But you know, there's a lot of them who are who are of that. They're, they're they're the folks who who either got started very very young, like Alyssa Milano, or they're people that had a family dealio going on, so they were able to get into it very early on, like uh, like Sean Penn and George Clooney and guys like that. Rare is the the A list film actor or what have you that is like Brad Pitt, who's like not from. That whole community, you know, and and Alyssa Milano certainly grew up in that community. So she's spent her entire freaking adult life, or, well, most of her existence from the time she was a little girl, probably surrounded by people who tell her on a routine basis how fabulous and beautiful and talented talented and smart she is. Right? She's that little girl from Who's the Boss? She's never known any other kind of life. Other than people telling her how freaking great she is, and and living I, what what I could only imagine to be a fairly luxurious life, as a result of of her work, and, and being in that industry, and so like a lot of them, when they live in that bubble for an extended period of time, they they really do take on a level of self importance. Uh, that is really nauseating, and and Alyssa Milano proved uh, her her own self importance again this weekend with, frankly, one of the dumbest tweets I've ever seen. And I'm not even on Twitter, but you know everybody everybody hates Elon now. The left all hate Elon, even though he's a he's a he's a liberal Democrat. Well, he's mostly he's supporting DeSantis now apparently, but voted for Obama twice. Reluctantly voted for Biden. He makes electric cars for Christ's sake. He he's the he should be beloved by these people. He should be beloved by the Alyssa Milanos of the world. But since he bought Twitter, you know, and he's done really awful evil things like reinstated Donald Trump's Twitter account and the Babylon Bee. And he's trying to get kitty porn off of Twitter. Uh, mind you, a a social media platform that until Elon came along, we didn't even know that half of it, half the accounts on that damn thing were fake. But he bought it, and now they all hate his stinking guts. They're all still on it. So Alyssa Milano on Twitter.
<laughs> says this. I gave back my Tesla. I bought the Volkswagen EV. I love it. I'm not sure how advertisers could buy space on Twitter. Publicly traded companies' products being pushed in alignment with hate and white supremacy doesn't seem to be a winning business model. And I'm sure when she hits, you know, post, she, in her own mind, James, she's thinking, I'm just the smartest, most noblest chick on planet Earth. Right? And hypocritical. And I gave away my Tesla. Right. And a dumbass. Sweetheart, <laughs> a 15-second Google search. I, did she go to school? A 15-second Google search would have told you the origins of the Volkswagen co- uh, company. I, I, I'm sure that she bought a VW because, in her mind, VWs are those cool hippie cars from the 60s. Remember the VWs from the 60s? That's what hippies drove. So I got a VW EV. Sweetheart, baby. Okay, uh, listen to me. Okay, okay. The, the VW okay, it was started by Hitler. Okay, <laughs> Volkswagen was a product of the Nazi regime. It was a standardized way of making really cheap as crap cars that everybody drove. They're Nazi cars. They're not Nazi cars anymore, mind you. I'm, I don't want to, you know, don't want people to start trading in their Volkswagens because of some dumbass on the talk radio. I'm just saying, when you say you gave back your multi-hundred-thousand-dollar Tesla to fight white supremacy, and then you gloat over the fact that you replaced it with a freaking Volkswagen, you know... It's kind of like saying, uh, uh, you know, I figured out that this this symbol on my car was an Aryan nation symbol, so I got rid of it for this really cool symbol of the sun called the swastika. You know what I mean? You're that big of a dumbass. Just stop. Just stop, sweetheart. And go make me a sandwich. Okay, just relax. Okay, I, I, you know, I mean, I don't understand why I do. It's, it's that celebrity psychology again. It's the bubble. But she, she got you know taken the task by a whole lot of people. The Hodge twins, whoever the hell they are, Volkswagen was literally founded by the Nazis and Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> to that tweet, tweet, Elon Musk goes 100%, you know, gives a big thumbs up. Nick Searcy, Democrats are this stupid. She traded in a car made by an African-American for a car from a company developed by the Nazis while whining about white supremacy. <laughs> it's not just her, though. Okay, AOC is perfectly capable of tweeting the exact same thing, and she's a U.S. congressman. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. <laughs> We're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Talk about how stupid Alyssa Milano is. Traded in her evil Tesla because of fighting white supremacy, and she gets a Volkswagen. 
Here's James. James, how you doing? I'm I'm doing fine right now. What are I you just thinking? want to mention about the uh, that twenty four year old that shot the girl, the twenty two year old girl on Thanksgiving. Okay. That was my daughter mm. that he shot. Mm. And everybody is trying to make him look like he's some kind of saint. Mm. My daughter passed away last night. And everybody's trying to make him look like he's a good guy. Nobody has contacted us but the police. And everybody. My daughter wasn't a perfect person. But she didn't deserve that. Mm. And I want the people to know. Don't blame the gun that did it. Blame the guy that did it. People need to realize it's not the weapon that done it. It's the person that done it. Right. Right. And the guy that did it, they're trying to make him look like a, a, a saint or something like that. Right. I'm so sorry for your loss, sir. That's all I got to say. People don't blame the weapon that was used. Blame the person that did it. Right. All right. Well, listen, you take care of yourself, and our our prayers are with you, man. Thank you. All righty. Take care now. Bye. Bye. Um, Wow. 210-599-5555. Obviously a person in a great deal of uh, just beginnings of grief. I have no idea what it's like to lose a child, especially through an act of violence. Uh, obviously, I was not prepared to talk about this particular story at this moment. Um, he is right in the sense that you, the gun is not the issue, and politicians love making the gun the issue. Uh, Biden is now talking about semi-automatics got to go because they're awful, evil things, and semi-automatics, well, that represents pretty much m- most guns. Uh, that are owned by people in this country. Um, most Americans own weapons legally and have never and will never commit a crime with that weapon. I own a weapon that I have never committed a crime with and have no intention of ever committing a crime with. Uh, I'm not going to speak specifically about this particular story at this moment, uh, but I may at some point. Uh, but... Uh, uh, we, we appreciate uh, the gentleman's courage for, for calling up in his grief, which uh, is beyond all comprehension uh, as, as a parent. And uh, again, we, uh, we wish him well and we wish him healing. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back uh, five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Uh, Going to talk about some uh, other stories that are going on today. Uh, apparently Kanye West has lost his mind. 
Uh, we'll talk about, you know, the the legal dangers in, in uh, firing up some mac and cheese. But I got I to gotta do a little follow-up on a call that we had a few minutes ago from a gentleman who uh, was talking about his young daughter uh, being shot and who lost her on Thanksgiving and lost her life uh, last night. And uh, we were talking about the guns. He's obviously grief-stricken. I, I can't imagine uh, what he is going through right now. I, I did some quick research because this was not a story that I had followed very, you know, very closely. Uh, and he was talking about how some in the press are attempting to make the young man who allegedly shot her, who is in custody at this point, uh, out to be a saint. And I, I think what he is referring to is uh, the uh, young man's uh, mom uh, did an interview yesterday uh, about her son, who is, uh, again, alleged to have shot uh, this young lady in the head, a uh, 22-year-old woman uh, on the deep west side, uh, and was talking about her son, and I believe that's what he was referring to as far as the press trying to make him out to be a saint because she was saying, well, he would never do this. He, he's a good person. So I, I'm not going to spend, you know, get too deep into this stuff because this is a, a obviously a, a, a very uh, hurtful uh, situation for a whole bunch of folks, and it's ongoing, and it's fresh, and it's new. And uh, you know, I, I will mention that the gentleman who called to say that he was the father brought up that uh, it's it's not about the guns. It's about the person holding the gun, and that's something that we talk about on this show quite often, in that when people commit crimes with guns, the the instant reaction is that somehow the guns are bad. If we could just get rid of the guns, then bad stuff wouldn't happen with guns, which is absolutely a bunch of crap. Um, again... Uh, millions of Amer- of Americans, and, and the president, point in fact, if we want to uh, take it to the national level, the president has said, had said last week while we we're all gone, uh, that he's now he wants to go after semi-automatics. I mean, the, the 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 left in this country despise your ability to keep and bear arms, and a large part of the Second Amendment really isn't about collecting guns. It's not about sportsmanship. It's not even about self-defense. It's about having protection for yourself against the government. Pointed, I mean, that's the meat of, of the amendment. That That's the, the heart of it. In that if you look at any fascist state, and we've spent some time talking about fascism today, uh, whether you're talking about Hitler's Germany, in the early 30s, late 20s, you're talking about the uh, Soviet Revolution, uh, hell, China, any place where you have a fascist state that is in existence or, or existed at some point, one of the very first things you do is you disarm the population. Uh, the young revolutionaries that started this country uh, were well aware of that, and that's uh, where that concept of the people's right to keep and bear arms uh, uh, comes from. That's the idea of it. And and also, certainly, you have the right to protect yourself and your family, your stuff. You know, you, you, that that is your inalienable right in this country. There's a lot of people on the left who don't like that idea. And they don't like it for various reasons. 
some of which we enumerated in the first hour when I started talking about how it is painfully obvious that there are forces at work in this country right now that want to turn this country into a third world s hole that can be controlled by a handful full of elites who have plenty of weapons <laughs> you know uh, but 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 out of that idea comes this demonization of guns in general as being the harbingers of of all horrible stuff and and if only people didn't have horrible people didn't have guns then horrible people wouldn't do horrible things but horrible people don't do horrible things because of the guns it's just the tool of choice Horrible people do horrible things with other tools, with their cars. They run people over. They set fires. They uh, they use knives. They use whatever is handy for them. You know, the horrible people are about the business of doing horrible things. Okay. The, the issue at play here is the psychology that goes into a person pulling the trigger on a 22-year-old woman. And why that happens. The, the, the issue that we need to figure out as a society is uh, uh, the, the why a person would want to go into a crowded public place and just randomly start shooting people. The question we need to answer as a society is why someone, just for poops and giggles, would want to shove somebody off a subway platform in front of a, t- uh, in front of a train. Okay, personally, I believe it has something to do with a breakdown in our relationship with God. Personally, I think it is allowing evil, which in a sense, a very realistic sense, evil, uh, that's the animal part of us. The animal part of us wants to do whatever the hell it wants to do whenever the hell it wants to do it and it doesn't really matter what it how it affects other people and point in fact the animal part of us sometimes enjoys causing pain on other people it's called evil it's not called a bad upbringing it's not called uh, societal circumstances it's not called patriarchy it's not any of that stuff it's freaking evil That's why evil people do evil stuff is because they're evil. And you can melt down every single gun in America today if you so ch- if you had the ability to do so and it wouldn't stop evil people from doing evil stuff. We don't have a gun problem in America, we have an evil problem in America. And the evil problem in America does not always result in an act of violence. Sometimes people do evil things to each other in other ways. But at the heart of a culture of evil is this idea, I'm all that matters. I'm the center of the universe. And that very evil message is reinforced and repeated in our culture endlessly. I, I saw a movie with my daughter over the weekend that just made me sick to my stomach. I mean, I, I, it was just one of the most depressing things I had ever seen. 
that kind of uh, was about this idea, and I'll talk about it a little later on. Uh, But again, our hearts go out to the gentleman who called us a little while ago who lost his child, uh, apparently last night, who was shot on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving night. And uh, uh, there are no words to express, you know, what you must be, you and your family must be experiencing right now, but you have our love and prayers. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Let's go ahead and take a break, and then we'll come back and talk about Kanye. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. This is Jamie Markley, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Yeah, and we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Nah, I'm Sean. This may come as a surprise to you, but uh, apparently Kanye West is nuts. He's just, he's kind of, he's, you know, and th- this whole Kanye thing is upsetting to me, and I'll tell you why, because I really dig the Jesus record. I, I really, man, I've been playing the Jesus record over and over again for several weeks now. You know why? I need, I need, I need my Jesus. I need to get Jesus up. And so I've been listening to a lot of a lot of uh, Christian music and I've been listening to a lot of Kanye uh is Jesus CD. Cuz you closed on Sunday baby and you my Chick-fil-A. But man this this anti-semitic trip that he's on oh it just gets strange more and more strange and I I don't why Donald Trump even met with the guy is at Mar-a-Lago is beyond me. But according to Donald Trump, <laughs> Kanye West, and I don't call him yay. I just, I got to go with one name here. Okay. I'm lazy. So it's Kanye West. He says that Trump is, or that West is a seriously troubled man. You think? And he's on this Jews Run Everything trip, and he he did a live stream with uh, Nick Fuentes, who was a Holocaust denier. And he's claiming a certain kind of victimhood, you know. We've now seen everything that happens if you speak up on these contracts. Talking about contracts you make with Jews and Jewish companies. And you speak up on all the dealings that have been done, and you point this stuff out. They try to destroy me. Well, Kanye, if the Jews are out to get you, they're not doing a very good job of it because you've made a lot of money. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I'd like to have some Jews try to destroy me in the exact same way. You know, that would be great. So I have my own clothing line, and I don't know anything about clothing. No, obviously not. Look at me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I, I it sucks. Man. This whole Kanye thing sucks. Cause I tell you why it sucks on, on a many different levels. It, it sucks because, holy crap, I, I, I was loving Kanye in October. Weren't we all loving Kanye in October? He was talking about the, uh, you know, and over the past couple of years, I'm like, hey, if you're black, make up your own mind. You don't have to vote Democrat if you're black. Get off the the political plantation. 
did the whole white lives matter thing. You know, I did the Jesus record and Don Morgan. I heard, I think I heard a noise from you in the background, but even you admit that you liked the Jesus record when the Jesus record first came out. You said it was good. See, now you don't want to say anything. <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember listening to it. I don't recall listening. I, I think I listened to like a track. Closed on Sunday. Yeah, I don't you remember. my Chick-fil-A. I don't, I, you Closed know, on Sunday. You don't remember that? No, I don't. You At the time you said, though, it was, you, you liked the sound of it. Yeah, I mean, it was, overall it was, right. you know, from a, from a production standpoint, I sure. thought it was fine. But I've never, you know, I, I liked Kanye when he first came along. Right. Um, but then I just got tired of him running his mouth. Well, he's just, he's... he's Anybody <sighs> who has to tell you that they're a genius, <laughs> over and no, over No, no, you're going to bring Trump into this. No, 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 not, no, no, we're not talking about him at all. But Kanye West, it was you know, earlier on. It was how brilliant he well, was. Well, yes, and, and him I, saying this stuff. Well, and I and I just didn't see it. I was never a fan. I didn't know anything about him other than his, the public rants, you know. And I remember the "I'm a genius" thing. Yeah. Although he did get uh, he did get uh, uh, Kim's naked ass on a motorcycle for an album for a video or something. So that's right. you know. Well, then again, it's but, probably you know, not that difficult to get her to take her clothes off. Apparently. Genius. If you're always claiming to be a genius and on the same hand claiming to be a victim, right? You ought to be. Uh, if you're a genius, you ought to be smart enough to stop being a victim. You're a bad genius <laughs> if you keep getting victimized. You know? Okay. I mean, yeah. You're a bad little genius if people continue right. to victimize. If the Jews keep victimizing you, which is what he's claiming. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I I don't get it. I'm not sure what's going on here with him. He he. You know what, and Trey brought this up last week, and we were talking about this on, on Ware and Rima, that there are people who are self-destructive in a way that when things are going really well, mm-hmm. they do like the dumbest crap <laughs> to try right. to mess it all up, you know? Well, I mean, He almost it, has that feel about him. It, 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 to me, it's like you know the whole Madonna thing, where you come along and it's like, wow, you know, it's really great. And right. then you just get more and more weird yeah. as time goes on. And to the point where nobody gets it and nobody wants to like you anymore. And nobody wants to get it. Yeah. Right. And nobody like yeah. He's kind of getting to that place where he's just unpleasant. And it's it, it and it sucks because I think he really ha- he was developing kind of an interesting voice there in, in, in political things and in society there for a brief moment in time well, when, I think he, when he wasn't rambling about his own right. genius what he was saying at you know from his was so different from what people were expecting right him to say. and i think that's probably what caught on that's what kind of hooked me i was like wow this guy this, this is interesting mm-hmm. you know and why you know to me it was like well here's what he's saying but why right you know and i couldn't help but think he wants to sell some records he wants to sell some but now i don't think the Hating on the Jews, the Jews are victimizing no, me is the way a... to sell more stuff, dude. I don't, I don't think that, that, that that's going to work for you. Not only is it kind of a jackass thing to do, but it's a bad career move. It's a know? very bad career move, yes. It's the Jews, you know, and just stop, dude. Right. Just, just stop. Just maybe disappear for a little while and you know, not when you talk about anything. Blaming an entire race of people for your headaches. Well, what's that, Alyssa? About that's you? what Hitler yeah. did, and that's why you're driving a Volkswagen. You know, I mean, that's <laughs> Kanye. Don't drive a Volkswagen. Kanye, don't, I don't drive no damn Volkswagen. <laughs> I can't see that happening. No, I, I can't see that happening either. No. 
But it's just it's it's very strange, and it's he's very strange. And what's even stranger is I don't I really am not getting why Trump even took a meeting with him. I, I'm I'm not I'm not really getting Trump at all right now. And I know every time I say this, people start calling calling up, and I'm a Judas, you know, and I'm turning my back on Donald Trump. But I I'm not I, I'm equally not getting Trump. You know what I mean? Because one minute he's crawling up DeSantis's butt, you know, in a very bad way, and then he's running for president. Now he's hanging with Kanye again. Maybe he wants to make a Christian rap record. <laughs> Who knows? Well, Donald Trump. Don't give it. Don't put that idea in his <laughs> don't head. Don't give anybody in any way. Shit. I, know, I don't yeah. want the idea because Donald Trump's. <laughs> he's the kind of guy that'll do it. I don't want the idea of him doing a rap record ever getting into his noggin in any way, shape, or form. I want Melania right there going, oh, no, dear, no, no, don't, no, no, not good. So anyway, there's the latest on the bizarre journey of of one Kanye West, who should probably just stop for a little while and just take a big old breather. It's sundowning in public, you know. <laughs> just, just, I don't. You know, and to whoever handles his public relations, you know, good luck and good job. Good, good. <laughs> you should be fired. You got, you, full, right, you got your hands full. Yeah. But just so you know, okay. Just I denounce so- anti-Semitism in all its forms. <laughs> and I stand with my friends in the Jewish community. This is Chappelle. And that... Kanye is how you buy yourself some time. (laughs) What did Chappelle say? He said he learned very early on in his career that there are two words you should never put together. Is this it? I got to tell you guys, I've probably been doing this uh, 35 years now. And early in my career, I learned that there are two words in the English language that you should never say together in sequence. And those words are the and juice. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Very good. Again, according to Donald Trump, Kanye West is a seriously troubled man. Celebrating 100 years of service. 55 KTSA. Yeah, man. New Stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Trying to put a smile on your face this morning as much as possible. Uh, it's 1039 and the phone lines are open. Uh, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Mr. Man. Um, directions on stuff like food, you know, like if you're making some food and there are directions on on the the packaging on how to make the food. If, if, if the, if the directions on, on the package of food that you're making (laughs) says ready in three and a half minutes. And it's food that you put in the microwave to make. Are you like, if it doesn't, if 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 you don't touch the box, 
and immediately within three and a half minutes, your food isn't ready. Is it? Is that something you'd go to court over? Or would you? Would you get a lawyer at that? Point? Would you lawyer up at that point? We have a woman named Amanda Ramirez. Amanda Ramirez in Miami. And she is suing the Kraft Heinz company for their, because on the packaging of the Velveeta microwavable mac and cheese cups, it says ready in three and a half minutes. And according to the Washington Post, that's simply not true. Now, I can be honest with you. My mother is bedridden at this point. She lives at home with us. We have to feed her. She cannot feed herself. One of the things that she truly enjoys are, in fact, Velveeta microwavable mac and cheese cups. <laughs> so I make one or two. My wife makes about 50 of these a day. Mom sops up the mac and cheese, man. <clears throat> Your mother does not eat 50 cups of mac and cheese. She sops it up, man. <laughs> If, she, if weighs, it ain't, she weighs 80 pounds. If it ain't, well, she, <laughs> I'm saying she can go through one of them cups right. in about three and a half minutes, okay. okay? Right. That makes sense. She likes Chef Boyardee stuff, mm-hmm. right. pudding, yeah. you know. So anyway, we, we, make, we have a bunch of these Velveeta microwavable mac and cheese cups. And according to this South Florida woman, Amanda Ramirez... The ready in three and a half minutes is the microwave time. Right. It does not include <laughs> somebody. It does not include tearing off the lid, adding the water, stirring in the cheese sauce, and so it's false advertising. Oh my God. Uh, and she says, according to her own documents, this is according to the Washington Post. Amanda Ramirez might not have bothered buying the shells and cheese product had she known the truth, says a proposed class action lawsuit. She's suing for $5 million. What? Because uh, it, it takes longer than three and a half minutes to make the freaking mac and cheese. Is this not like a first world problem defined? They're like naked dudes eating mud cakes for breakfast on the other side of the world, right? <laughs> I'm not laughing at the human starvation, okay? But you got you go to Venezuela, man. There's people eating out of dumpsters. And this chick from Miami was put out because the she wouldn't have this wasn't ready in three and a half minutes. It's just a microwave time. Everybody knows, sweetheart. Everybody, everybody knows. Except for her. You're the only. You just went into a courtroom in South Florida, okay, with a with a with a very expensive lawyer who smells blood in the water, and essentially admitted to the entire world that you're a dumbass, that you are so stupid <laughs> that you didn't know. They don't figure in the time it takes to open the package to the three and a half minutes. You know why they didn't offer up the, you know, or, or, or a more uh, appropriate time on, because you know what? It's going to take everybody a little bit. It's going to, everybody's going to open that damn lid a little differently, aren't they? 
Might take me a half hour to get the damn thing open. Right. Take into account the time it takes you to walk to the kitchen. Well, you, you, if you kid- see these things, you, you they have a plastic cup on top, right? With holes, and then beneath that, they have like a Del Monte pudding pull tab thing. So you got to pull the metal thing off first. I just said Del Monte. You got to pull the metal lid off first and then replace the plastic lid before you put it into the microwave. Well, depending on how who you are in the world, that could take you maybe two seconds, or that could make maybe take you 20 minutes. <laughs> so how do you... Suppose you're a former shop teacher and you're missing a couple of fingers. Yeah, this suppose, could take uh, some extra time. Might take, you know, God rest his soul, might have taken Billy Joe Shaver a little longer to get that damn thing open than you. Missing a couple of fingers. I'm just saying, man. She's pissed off because it wasn't ready magically in three and a half minutes. Here's the thing. I don't know if this is going to be considered irony or not. But now that she's paid her lawyer, that's all she's going to be able to afford to eat for the rest of her life. You're going to be eating Velveeta microwavable shells and cheese forever and little Vienna sausages, okay, and 99-cent fish fillets in a tin for the rest of your freaking life because you're going to be paying your freaking lawyer for the rest of your life (laughs) because he told you this was a good idea. It's a class action lawsuit, so I guess anybody who feels pissed off at this can join in. I could maybe make some money off of this. Well, here, here's the thing, and, and you know, maybe she should have taken this as a warning sign. I don't know if her lawyer told her this or not. You can sue anybody for anything. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Right. You can you can take them to court for any. You don't like the way they scratch their butt. Take them to court. I don't no. like the way you scratch your ass, man. I'm taking I want, you to court. I, I want some. I got some pain and suffering going here. Uh, we do need, Trey brought this up on Wear and Rima, that we need what they have in England, which is a loser's pay law. So, you know, like right. a, you take yeah. something like this dumbass to court and you lose. You got to pay for the, you got to pay everything, court costs. You got to pay right. for the, the company's lawyer. I think that's appropriate. I think it's a great idea. Because here's the thing, the price of Velveeta mac and cheese going up for the rest of us because they yeah, have right. to pay their attorneys. It's going to be $9 for yeah. these stinking things because of you, Amanda Ramirez. What a jerk. I'm going to sue know, her but, for being stupid. Well, and you know what else? It's it's it, it, we talk about this on Wearing Rhyme too. It all kind of cycles back to the we didn't know that coffee was hot, right? So everybody's suing everybody for everything. You know what? I and I told this story on air. I'm going to tell it one more time. I was working for a rock and roll radio station at the beach many years ago. We were giving away a Wave Runner, which is like a jet ski. Right. I swear to God, and all that's holy, there was a warning label right above the jet. That said, do not place any sensitive parts of your body into this jet. Right. And you did. Could result. No. <laughs> wasn't that desperate. <laughs> could, res, could result. Wasn't nearly that desperate. Right. Could result in serious bodily, bodily injury. In other words, because somebody didn't tell somebody not to try to have sex with a wave runner, they tried it, coleslawed themselves, and went to court. Talk about gender reassignment. Yeah. Try having sex with a wave runner. It's like gender elimination. Uh, yeah, so I, this, it's just getting stupid, man. That's ridiculous. It wasn't ready in three and a half minutes. Oh, poor you. Anyway, 210-599-5555. Got to take a break. I'm late. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. 
San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Mm-hmm. You take a sip? <laughs> yes, I did. Now, when you took a sip, did you notice it was hot? Were you able to sip it in your normal fashion? No, I wasn't able to sip it in my normal fashion. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. <laughs> Coffee may be hot. Just, just putting it out there. Here's Bill. Bill, how you doing? Bill. Hey, good, Sean. Hey. How you doing? Great, man. What are you thinking? I'm thinking you should get the address of that lady so that I can sue her for having a zero balance in common sense. <laughs> yeah. I think we all pretty much assume that if it says three and a half minutes, it means the microwave time. You know, it's just kind of have a great day, but you know what I mean? It ain't that deep. It's really not. I got to tell you about the really depressing movie my kid took me to the other day. (laughs) Oh, yes, please. I mean, it's won awards. It was based on a book that she's been, she, my kid's a, 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 you know, a book nerd. And so she was reading this book and whenever she comes out, we try to go see a movie together. And it's one of our things that we do. And we went to see a movie called Bones and All. Okay, I've heard of it. It's a cannibal love story. Well, they got to eat, too. (laughs) It's a love story between two young people who are cannibals. And in in this world, in in the storyline, there are people who are called eaters. And they must consume. They're not zombies now. These are fully these are living these are living people. But they must consume human flesh in order to survive. And so this was a sweet road movie about two cannibals falling in love <laughs> over <laughs> long pork. Yeah. You know, eating the odd elderly person along the way. It was so strange, and I I feel bad because I actually did nod off a couple times because it was so arty. It was really kind of they, they they tried to make it like a normal love story, so there was there was no like big shocks. There was some pretty gory scenes, obviously, when you're dealing with cannibals. But beyond that, it could have been sleepless in Seattle. You know what I mean? It, it could. It was just a very sort of low key, artsy fartsy. Love story uh, about a couple of cannibals. Okay. And I'm looking at her going, did I do this to you? <laughs> it started with the did frisbee. This, did this start with the, did this start with when we used to watch A Thousand Ways to Die when you were nine? Remember that show? Oof. A Thousand Ways to Die. I used to, was it all the South Park I showed you? I mean, what, 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 what? did I do this to you? Because she really liked the movie. She thought it was clever. It, it was kind of a clever idea for a movie. But, man, was it depressing as hell. So that was my Thanksgiving day. Thanksgiving vacation with my child. With my child. Was Hug gonna, your old man. Was, gonna go, was going to see a cannibal love story. <laughs> there are some scenes in that movie that I'm going to need therapy to get out of my head. 
And, uh, you know, but the, now I, one thing I, 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 I do that makes me ex- extraordinarily proud of my daughter, and there's lots of reasons why I'm very, very proud of my daughter, and it is that she's a bookworm and that she reads books. You know, if you got a bunch of people sitting in the room all looking at their phones, my kid's got her nose in a book. And uh, she's always been that way, and that one thing that her mom and I did right was we, because that's well how I grew up. I was... You know, my old man was was big into reading and 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 fostered uh, an intellectual curiosity about reading and a love of words that somehow we managed to pass on to our daughter. But man, bones and all, a cannibal love story. It's like we could have just gone seeing Wakanda again. I'm kidding. Actually, you know, and I'm 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 not I'm I'm not really sure whether to give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. I mean, it it actually it it actually is a very good movie. I mean, as far as the the way it's made, it's acted very well. It's oddly very low key, which I think works for it. You know what I mean? Because it's not like some Roger Corman splatter fest with a lot of there's barely any music. It's just really low key about two people who eat people, and it's and they fall in love, and they ain't suing nobody because they can't get the damn shells and cheese done in three and a half minutes, man. And it's not on the Hallmark Channel. No, baby, it's how do you get through a femur? Okay, yeah, and it's not on the Hallmark Channel, right? So I, that that was my day on Saturday, right? So I go to see a cannibal love story with my daughter. And I freaking go home. I got to sit and watch nine hours of the, of white people falling in love on the Hallmark Channel drinking cocoa. It's no Christmas on Culebra. Yeah, you know what I mean? The polarities uh, of Saturday's existence were just a little odd. <laughs> I've got my family here. Got my I'm family here. I'm cheered up. I'm watching some G- Generation Z gnawing on an old lady's femur. In the oh, kitchen. Man. Then I go home and watch Lacey Chabert fall in love with some guy in a turtleneck. What the hell? All right. Thank you, James. <laughs> Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Wares. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.